week on a special edition of the Lords of Grantham podcast. We are celebrating five years of us in this podcast, running through some lists of our favorite storylines and characters and moments from the shows, and just really showing our appreciation for you. Let's go. Well, this calls for a celebration. I will. And we are back after a much-deserved week off mm-hmm. to talk about a whole lot of nothing this week. What's going on, Corey? Ourselves. Uh, not much, you know. We're just slowly getting back into it. We got some time to kill until the Gilded Age comes back. And I know you're just getting back from the Adirondacks, so it's like, rather than just push ourselves into some TV watching, it's about time we celebrate the fact that we've been doing this for five years now. We launched in about August or September of 2018. Well, January 1st. Did we? Yeah. No, well, here, the confusion comes because we recorded in July and August of 2017. So technically it's six years. Technically it's six years. But we are, we, you are correct that we haven't actually celebrated our fifth anniversary, though. I also just misremembered our fifth anniversary. I just conflated the two <laughs> of when no, well, we started I mean, recording. I think uh, we talked about it a little bit earlier in the year, and we talked a little bit about it with Adam Von Gutkin over at Highclere Castle Gin, and mm-hmm. that we are indeed five years old as a podcast. <laughs> Mentally. Now, technically, you know, you would say that... Uh, the period between when we recorded, I think we recorded the first two or three episodes and then sat on them for a couple months while we just figured out what the rest of it would look like. That was like the pregnancy period. And then the baby came mm-hmm. out January 1st, 2018. Mm-hmm. Correct. So, so we're kind of celebrating the conception of the Lord <laughs> six of years of conceiving. <laughs> uh, on that fateful night. And we have a few lists and questions to, to, to go through here of five things. Um, but... Before we get to that, we are still taking recommendations of things to watch in the interim until Gilded Age re- returns in late October. Uh, yeah. So, listeners, I mean, if after, you have... I think after last week, we, we learned that we definitely need to revisit the Gilded Age season one finale, reacclimate mm-hmm. ourselves with these characters. And, you know, we have rewatched a lot of Downton Abbey over the years between the lead up to the movies... And just time. But if there's any Downton classics you want us to watch for a second or potentially third time, I mean, I don't, I don't know how much uh, juice there is to squeeze out of some of these episodes, but we'll do it if yeah. their demand is there. We're not looking to dive into an entire TV series right now. We're just no, looking to revisit no. some classics, the hits. Yeah, because we only have about, what, six weeks until the Gilded Age comes back. So why, you know, we could do Dr. Thorne. We could mm-hmm. do um, Bridgerton season two, but that would just be too much stuff in too little time. Yeah. And, you know, you want to talk about celebrating five years. This next couple of weeks is going to be our real patting ourselves on the back, taking our time saying <laughs> we did it. Let's let's revisit things that we've visited before. Because the sneaky thing is, as much as we're going to be covering the Gilded Age, the crown is coming back too at the end of this year, and so we'll have that to follow up on right afterwards. Mm-hmm. So we're packed. Yeah, thank God we finished Poldark. Imagine if that didn't happen. We didn't get that in there, and we Stringing watched like out. 
Oh, Queen Charlotte. We got to watch Queen Charlotte. Oh, we got to watch this. We got to watch that. We got to watch this. We don't have enough time for Poldark. It would be like 2025 by the time we got to Poldark. But we got it done. We did it. We did get it done. And there, I mean, that's definitely something that I, I would like to revisit a Poldark or two because we haven't touched it since we watched it for the first time. So if you're yeah. a Poldark uh, purist and you want us to revisit any of those episodes in particular, I would love to go back to that, among other things. Mm-hmm. And I know we've ran it down many times, but just one more time if you need a reminder or haven't heard the whole story. But, you know, this is a thing where this podcast started because Dave and our friends, we would just talk a lot about stuff, but we'd always include references to Downton Abbey. Conversations mm-hmm. would always circle back to like, well, what about Bates? What about Carson? What about Robert? <laughs> what about Edith? What What about Mary? You know, we, we'd always just find ways to just sew them into our conversations and then it became like we should make a podcast about that yeah i mean it's it's weird to say now and i guess i guess back in 2017 or 18 when we really got the ball rolling on this there were definitely way too many podcasts in existence and there's even more there's exponentially more (laughs) now but i think it was a little more novel to to tackle something like that i know we checked we did our homework we've seen our fair share of competitors uh rise to try to face us Mm -hmm. and we can uh stare them into the eyes and say you know we're still here we're still doing it there was like two or three down abbey podcasts and they didn't cover the entirety of the show not even twice over and look Mm -hmm. at us now look at us now how how does it feel ring for tea (laughs) much respect to them i mean they're they actually rode neck and neck with us all the way up until the movie so yeah. They're, they're the they're they they tapped out. They said we can't keep doing this anymore. These two boys riding our coattails, even though they jumped on after us. Just yeah, literally weeks after us. But if you need other people need to hear other people talk about Downton, there are other ring for tea uh, ladies out there. Um, yeah, and they didn't even cover the second movie. Come on, you know, they, no. They I mean, I think I tweeted at them. I was uh, or X'd at them. I oh okay. I, I, hey, I, I like to have somebody on our on our tail trying to keep us on our feet. And I know mm-hmm. um, as we've covered more shows, more uh, similar podcasts of sort of not I, I don't say competitors because we are very small time in in our scope. We're, we're not we don't have if you have advertising in front of the podcast, that's a new thing. That's not a forever thing. Um, yeah. We are very much an independent podcast, and we don't really consider anybody else a true competitor because there's room for everybody. But we do like knowing that there's a network of other podcasts that are doing what we do in a different way. Yeah, it's a family. <laughs> extended yeah, a family, family of like it is like an extended family of cousins that like if I saw you at the mall and I was with a certain group of friends, I'd be like, I don't want to talk to my cousin right now. Yeah. Let's just let's just go into go into pack sun, get some sunglasses and get out of here. <laughs> yeah, we keep we keep it fresh. And, and and to that point, you know, this has been a side thing for for us for for years. You know, we we have lives and stuff. So even though we get our lumps in our in our reviews and everything, I am proud that we have a four point three on, on Apple iTunes right now. Oh and, yeah, you know, it, it doesn't just happen. Uh, and just to recap. The shows that we've watched over the, over the time that we've been doing this, and people thank you who have stuck with us and on mm-hmm. some of the shows that you weren't too sure about. But we started out with Down Abbey. Yeah. We 
moved on to The, the Crown, Crown season one, entering into the pandemic, into the darkest days. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we did the English game because we saw that Julian Fellows had a short Netflix show for us to watch mm-hmm. to kill uh, during the summer of the COVID. And we went back to The Crown, got through The Crown, Poldark. No, then Bridgerton, right? Oh, we did Bridgerton. We did do Bridgerton. Poldark. Uh, back to the we crown. We did Pride and Prejudice for our Patreon. Patreon, uh, all the all the iterations of that. We've done other things for that, and then, as you're saying, yeah, the Crown, Poldark, Gilded Age, Queen Charlotte. Back to Pol- back to Poldark, and then Queen Charlotte, then Belgravia. Yeah, and here we stand. Never, so, never did I ever consider that I would be a uh, expert on British period drama. That's, I think, another thing for people that have been writing with this podcast that might have jumped on for like Gilded Age or jumped on for The Crown. Like, I think we did. I think we we've kind of stopped talking about it at a certain point, but we we were not really period drama people going into it. That was why Downton Abbey was such a novel concept for us mm-hmm. because it was like, I mean, look at the stuff that we talk about when we do like. These mixed match challenges. We're channeling pro wrestling. We're channeling the Simpsons. We're channeling like Star Wars, and you know, random bad '90s and early 2000s rock and roll music. Like that's our wheelhouse. But Downton Abbey was this sort of outlier that we're like, wait a minute, there's something there, which I think is a testament to Julian Fellows for making something and (laughs) willing to watch stuff that we would not watch otherwise and then talk about it. Um, But enough putting us over we wouldn't do it if people weren't actually listening which is the thing we've mentioned before we always thought that when we started this oh our friends and family will check it out and then it became like oh no no they, they don't <laughs> care uh, <laughs> it, it's you you who's listening right now and we really appreciate that that you took us strangers into your life and have continued to listen to us we it keeps us going honestly more than anything yeah and uh, yeah thank you to all of those people who have yeah. you know just da- hitting the download button is is a is is enough for mm-hmm. us. I mean, we love it. That's what the one thing I have. I have friends that are very much in our wheelhouse of like the actual interest that we have that don't like the other things. You know, like they like yeah. wrestling and and Star Wars, but they don't like period drama. And they're like, I got to give your podcast a chance. And I'm like, why? <laughs> I said the best, the most I can ask you to do. Hit the subscribe button and let it download every week. So the fact yeah. that you're actually hearing this right now in your ears is a real, you know, that's a real testament. We appreciate it. Mm-hmm. So, it's, yeah, go ahead, Dave. Yeah, let's, I say let's not beat around the bush, bush and pat ourselves on the back too much longer. Um, we got a... You, you wanted to do... This was your idea, so mm-hmm. you wanted to do some, you know quick in celebration of five years top five lists yeah so do you, do you have any you i'll let you take the ball here you have anything that you well just uh what's what's um softball it mm-hmm. Your favorite storylines dave do you have favorite storylines uh, okay okay so i do think that the <laughs> we're gonna throw this top five concept out the window because i can't rank right now five. out of, out okay. of the blue. I, I have a ranking Okay, so I'll I'll say top five story, and this is all the shows are just Downton Abbey specific. All the shows, all of them, the totality of it. Okay, the totality of it. I'll I will say. What's the um, 
the pirate's name on uh, on Thalar. The Thali arc is pretty good. Getting <laughs> Ross, getting Ross's groove back, mm-hmm. and and I guess the 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 patronage or the the paternity of is it Valentine? Oh yeah, yeah. that's a that's a slow burn. Is Ross the father? Is George the father? <laughs> yes. How does it affect then George? Elizabeth dies. Um, for Downton Abbey, and I will say I, we have some. Um, all of the Patreon, we put this on Patreon for people to give us lists, and there's there's a handful that are all Downton related. Uh-huh. So I will keep those to a minimum before diving in. I will say, Lady Mary. Considering how rough those lighter seasons of Downton Abbey are, the -hmm. Lady Mary sort of picking her partner is a good storyline where you get, uh, obviously, the pig man. He's up there. What else do we got? I know. What what do you have? What's the scope of the ones that you have on yours? Start with your number five. Well, so I have an honorary mention. It's more because it's a one-off episode, and it just kills me when I think of it. It's when Hughes asks, uh, on Downton Abbey, uh, when Hughes asks Patmore for help, with Carson and uh, engaging in intimacy, <laughs> I think the <laughs> to, Carson to, Hughes marriage is a is a, a top tier. It's a delight, especially late late season Downton Abbey plot. That's a great subplot. Oh yeah, but that one episode where Patmore's like me, <laughs> you want me to go to him about that? Oh man, she's like, look, all I got is Tofton bringing me, yeah. hit me up. Well, she got or, she got oh, Sergeant Willis. Oh, oh yeah, Will still he's knocking on the well, door. Uh, all right, so what's your number five? I got George going crazy on Poldark. The way he's just oh, walking yeah. around in like a, a bedcloth, he, he and he's seeing ghosts, and he's just losing his mind. And then Pip, uh, Pip Torrance is just like, "Come on now, he, he's good." <laughs> yeah, we he may be losing his mind. To sign a contract, <laughs> maybe losing his mind, but it, it's okay. That's just how he usually is. Mm-hmm. Uh, love that. Uh, just because George was so in control up until that point. Uh, until the end, uh, towards the end of the season, series, number four, Mosley's redemption, when, when he gets let go. Sorry, these are all spoilers too. If you haven't watched some of these programs, <laughs> they're like, oh, talking about but dying when, and babies and when Mosley gets put out of a job after Matthew disappears, and him just looking up at the stars trying to figure out where his life going. He's having that midlife crisis. It's so good just to see him get an education, uh, to become a teacher. Uh, you know, really just get his feet back under him and make something of himself. Always pulled for that guy. And that extends all the way to movie movie two, where he's, yeah. he actually is like the goat of the movie. I think we all, it's a unanimous mm-hmm. agreement that he wins that movie. Absolutely. Number three plot line, uh, storyline, the undercover chef on Gilded Age. That's one of our peak moments on this podcast. What is that? <laughs> the undercover oh, chef. Bought in. Shaft bought in. <laughs> we called it. We we knew exactly what Fellows was doing, okay. and we got it right. We read this playbook too many times. That's too why many times. it's so strange that we're like the leading authority on period dramas when we're like calling out. We're not calling out like, oh, George Russell is going to screw this guy. We're calling out like that guy, Steve Martin looking <laughs> chef with the little Vince McMahon mustache. He is he's American. He's not French. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert for Gilded Age. Um, Plotline number two, Prince Charles running wild. <laughs> we got so much mileage out of Prince Charles and his boy Mike 
just oh. having the time of their life <laughs> on a yacht. Brown getting a high high rank. I mean, honestly, there was not much to go on with that show in the early days, except for what's Charles up to this episode? How is yeah, he misbehaving? <laughs> going to the club, the gentleman's yeah. club. What's going to get him in trouble? That, that that old cad, Prince Charles. Even to the point where, like, I don't see Prince Charles when he passed away and everything as, like, Prince Charles is just like, oh, that's that, that scoundrel who just couldn't help but cheat on his wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though that's uh, allegedly, allegedly fiction, fictional. Um, but number one, for me, it was a no-brainer. It's Richard Carlyle's presence oh, in season two. Oh, I was going to say, it has to be the, <laughs> the four-way love square of, of <laughs> Matthew, Mary... Um, what's her name? Oh, that's oh. So terrible. Uh, uh, not, uh, Lavinia, Lavinia Swire. Lavinia Swire and Richard Carl. That's got that's number one with a bullet. Oh my I'd god! Say, if if only Bates uh, Bates in prison. That's up there. Not much of a plot, but he's just like I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's like, like that's like an old boy or something. Like you put him there. <laughs> now yeah. you just got to deal with it. But the way Carlisle just towed the line of villain and also just a charming man most people hated him but the guy was just trying to see through a successful marriage he was you know later on in years he'd come into his he'd earned his money he was just trying to make things work for him and it just was not working with mary Uh Uh, and and i think the one thing that we uncovered and i do want to take credit for this and i think mm -hmm. that if there's any sort of solace that we can take from our coverage of the show it's looking at the dates of those episodes in downton season two we're like eight months pass and then like four months pass and then like a year passes <laughs> and this poor dude who's not a spring chicken no is waiting for lady mary to commit to marrying him and it puts things in perspective like is this guy all that bad it's or is he a, getting a raw deal just a little bit not to say he's great I mean, towards her but he's he, he's talking about george going insane like this guy he might not have been a heel from the beginning but we do see he winds up one because of all of the the drama mm-hmm and he's not not handsome. Ian no, Glenn? no. I mean, everyone everyone liked him on, on uh, Game of Thrones when he was pining for uh, what's him call it the Dragon Lady. Yeah, Khaleesi. Uh, yeah, but Dave, you you had some uh, Patreon uh, questions or lists asks. Okay, um, <laughs> I'll hit one of those right now. Um, mm-hmm. Our first and most loyal patron Estelle. Yep. Um, asked top five Downton love interests. So let's just say mm. couples. Whether they begin the show or end the show together, who do we who do we got? See, you would think the easy answer would be Bates and Anna, but I would almost say when they got together, they became less interesting and more boring, and it became sad. <laughs> so. Oh yeah, that's a that's Julian like. That's Julian's misfit toys theory. Like, mm-hmm. once he he likes Bates because he's broken, and he likes Anna because she's like idealistic, yeah, and 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 such a go getter. And then when they get together, it's like you fix all they they kind of mesh so perfectly that they have what they want. And then mm-hmm. all he can do is just like beat them until <laughs> they I die mean, in seasons four and five. In, in some ways, Branson and. Um... Lady Sybil are more boring when they're together than when they're chasing each other Mm -hmm. uh, and then Tom after Um, but so only Downton she said Downton uh, only Downton couples okay we can throw in some other ones from the other shows I think we gotta go out the gate with uh, with Isabel and Lord Merton 
Yeah, that's a winning. Great a winning final couple. run, like Julian's showing. Like I still got some stories to tell here, and Isabel, who seems to be left with nothing after Matthew dies, is given this sort of second shot at love, mm-hmm. and Merton's family's keeping him, you know, locked up because he's sick with his per- pernicious anemia. <laughs> and and the Clarkson of it all and the Dowager yeah. of it all. It's just a great subplot. Yeah, that's up and there. A great couple. I think one for sure. It's still Robert and Cora at the end of the day. The way they stayed together, even though Robert ran around on her a little bit, she had a what's his name? Uh, Bricker. Jason Bricker. And he had to beat him down. Um, Cora would but, have beaten down Jane, too, if it had, to, if it had come to that. Absolutely. Uh and they are an understated couple because they do seem to put up with each other in a way. Mm-hmm. That and is even uh, the second movie when they have her like whole uh, sickness plot and the way that you know he, he, they're there for each other. Uh, they're just they stayed strong. For I, I'm yeah can't help but say they're great. I think you got to throw Carson and uh, Hughes. Yeah, a top five. It's so tender. It's so sweet. Because you don't really think like I, I remember when that show first aired. I didn't think twice about them. T- like her name is Mrs. Hughes. There's there's some context of that. I always thought in my head, Mr. Mm-hmm. Hughes might be dead. He he might be like off camera. We don't know anything about these people's personal lives. And yeah. then like the slow burn that they're like, not only gonna get together but be happy together is like, oof. Yeah. Do do Mosley and Baxter count as a couple? Not really. I mean, they get together. I think they do. I think it's you ship them from the minute they lock eyes on each other. Yeah, I I love that relationship. The way that Mosley is there for her, even though she's kind of actively pushing him away, it's Mm -hmm. so sweet that he keeps coming back. Who else? Do we have any other sort of sleeper ones? Matthew and and Mary. Matthew. Oh, well, Matthew and Mary is the obvious choice. Definitely not Mary and Talbot or Mary and uh, any of the other ones. Because if you have to rank like the relationships among the siblings, I think, I mean, like I was, saying, I actually this may people may hate me for this, but Sybil and Branson go at the bottom, and it's not because of the Branson of it all. I just think that once they get together, there's just not they they run yeah, away to they, Ireland and we don't see they them. run away to Ireland and come back, and then things are peachy, and then Sybil dies. Like, yeah, that's what we have. Yeah, I mean, Edith and Gregson is up there. Because I think that's a really I th- more than Birdie. Because it, it really stings when Gregson leaves. Yeah, Birdie's just a good guy. That's true. <laughs> Birdie's a good guy. Uh, Sir Anthony's on the bottom of the Edith barrel. Yeah. Uh, the farmer actually may be up uh, up there actually <laughs> that she shags. Um, well, I don't know if you call that a relationship or a shag. There's a snog. They, they kiss. Going on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who, who, are we missing any of the big ones? I mean, I'm sure that our listeners are going to hit us up and say, yes, you are. But <laughs> Well, I mean, Mary had, uh, what's his name? It was, so it was with the Pigman and uh, Talbot. And then uh, who's the third guy uh, that she sets up with uh, Fox? Maybelline. Maybelline. <laughs> well, what, I forget his name, but I'm looking he gets at it. Like, he gets really threatening for one episode, and then they forget about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and that's season four or five. That's five. Four right? and five. Like they wrap it up in five. Yeah, he's yeah. definitely. He's the lowest of low, probably. Actually, yeah, uh, uh, Tony Gilliam. He's yeah. definitely the lowest. Uh, Andy and Daisy. Yeah, that's fine. No, Daisy's no. Uh, relationships are no good. <laughs> yeah. 
Bunting Has, and uh, <laughs> Branson. Nope, nope, none nope. of the po- Lucy and Brand it's Branson. I'll give them the the uh, golf clap because they most of it happens off screen. I feel like there could be a good romance in there for George Murray, their their accountant. They just need to find the find the right person to pair him with. He's too old. He's lost his I don't his know. chances over. There's something there. What about Mr. Drew and Mrs. Drew? No, that's a bad relationship, man. <laughs> they both played themselves in that relationship. Or, or Shrimpy and uh, his wife. No, that that's that's toxic, man. And, and Top they're to basically bottom. divorced. Uh, I yeah. think that might be that. That's a, I think that's a Tofton good and Patmore. Covered. Are they a couple? Who? Tofton and, Tofton and Pat, Patmore. No, not quite. No, no. almost. Misconnection. Uh, I think we we've ran through that one. <laughs> what about other? Let's say uh, one each per the other shows. So and you. So the Crown. What's the best couple from the Crown? I would say, I, I mean, it, it may be easy to say that, but Phil and the Queen, just the way they reach a level of understanding, where it's mm-hmm. just like, we have a marriage that works. It may not be the best one, but it does what it has to do for the country. I really appreciate that, that they just take that tack of like, we're just going to take on the teeth and just learn to love each other and make it work. Yeah, it's definitely not uh, Princess Margaret and no. her situations. Mm-mm. And it's not Prince King Charles and uh, Diana either. Maybe nope. uh, the current uh, queen. What what is her title now? What Kate Middleton? No, that's uh, the king's wife. Oh, Camilla, Camilla. Camilla. <laughs> oh yeah, and their phone calls and stuff. No, 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 no. That it's, it's the queen and and, and Phil. Um, I, th- I Poldark. think Poldark. Poldark. I might go Doctor Dwight and Caroline. They go through mm-hmm. it. Ross and Demelza, we said it until the end of the show. They hit rinse repeat over and over and over. That's like unhealthy. Yeah, I mean, Ross is a bad husband, I think, is the, the mm-hmm. answer to that. Uh, I, Francis, I agree with Francis you. Francis and Elizabeth? Francis and Elizabeth is, is pretty good. Uh, Especially because they have a nice ending before Francis drowns, where he's got his, his, his ish together. He's not misbehaving anymore and gambling. He falls he's, in the hole. But what about what about Drake and uh, Morwenna? Drake, Morwenna, not, is it Morwenna? Or is that her yeah, sister? Yeah, because Rowella's the sister. Oh yeah, yeah. No, it is Morwenna. Yes, it's already forgetting. Drake and Morwenna is pretty good. Yeah, that that's uh, that would be second to Caroline and uh, and Dwight. Dwight. <laughs> what other? I mean, I don't even want to talk about Gilded Age just because last week I felt like I felt like we both came off like we totally forgot everything. Also, do the, are there any real relationships in the throws, like a full swoon? Swoon? Yeah, I think we're only just, just the Russells, there. and I think the Russells, you, yeah. you give them the the W there. That's easy, right? Martha and George yeah. Russell. Yeah, Bridgerton. It's really a debate of do you, do you prefer Queen Charlotte or the first season of Bridgerton? Queen uh, Charlotte. Yeah, Queen Charlotte. It just was just perfect um, in terms yeah, of that story. Bridgerton proper. The, the relationship between Regé Jean and what's our, what's our first lead's name? We're so far removed from this. Penelope, not Penelope, duh. Um, whatever, Bridgerton. This is. <laughs> yeah. She's. Uh, and now IMDb, with all the second season being a different cast, totally screws up every everything you search. That's okay. Uh, they they peak like at episode four or five and then they're done with that. 
Mm-hmm. So yeah, not it's it's Queen Charlotte. Yeah, and the Mad King. And I can't remember any of the characters on uh, the English game, or if it's even worth talking about that show that ever existed. Let's never talk Jimmy about Love. that show again. It's Jimmy Love. Well, yeah, I know because he fell for that one woman and marries her within six episodes. <laughs> um, I mean, it's a fun show to put on if you have an afternoon to kill. Just you know, know that the lead actor is a piece of trash. That's all you need yeah. to know. All right. So, do you have any other ones that you wanna? Yeah, well, Dave, top five locations where we've recorded the podcast. Can you rank them? Okay, so this is um, does does Zoom count as or the internet count as one? Sure. Yeah. Uh, well, I was my old house, which is our old studio, which is uh, with your ex, a, a fine room. <laughs> do Do we want to spend five minutes on your ex? <laughs> no, 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 thank you. Battle axe, yeah. No, that's that's Patreon. Um, <laughs> uh, and I would say. We got our 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 sea legs on that studio, though. So mm-hmm. I would say I might you know I'm, this is like a controversial WWE take. I might say the internet's our number one. Yeah, man, WebEx. The internet's number one. <laughs> then I will say the old house because that's where we started. Yeah. Uh, then I will slot under there. That room in Highclere Castle, Gin and Cigars, that we've it's done three episodes at. Really good. It's really um, good. This current one, we've done one episode in, so I don't know if I want to say that. Uh, my car, we did an episode in for yeah, Patreon. I think your car's a sneaky good play. Um, All right. What else? We did the hotel at MAGFest for one. We did. And we did we an did Airbnb for a Patreon episode. Mm-hmm. So, I would say in WebEx number one, my old house number two. <laughs> <laughs> High career number it. three. What do you have? What where's your rankings? I, I would say the, the the old house, just because there was different recording in person. But shif- shifting to the online here has been a it's been a game changer. Oh yeah, we have so much more. Like we would never be able to do Gilded Age. Oh yeah, it, or not Gilded, like, yeah Gilded Age because we recorded every week, every like sometimes we do two or three in a weekend. Yeah, I mean, listeners, understand. I would have to travel back to Connecticut so we could record these. And as you, you were saying, Dave, we'd have to just cram out two episodes <laughs> back and to back would, sometimes. And would be like, wait a minute, which episode? We'd be forgetting things. So, yeah. yeah. So, that's that. A- any other uh, requests or uh, questions? Yeah. So, we, so okay. similarly to Love Interest, we have rivalries. Top five oh. Downton Abbey rivalries. Downton rivalries, okay. Robert and Bricker. They're the ones who come to blows That's with each true. other. That's true. I mean, I think number one, number That's one, number one, Barrow and Bates. Oh yeah, you bastard! <laughs> like the the slow burn of it all. What else? What other good one? I mean, the the Dowager Countess and everybody. That's like because mm-hmm. she kind of has a rivalry with Cora. She has this sort well, of. That means if you have to choose one, it's Violet. She has a, a rivalry with like Isabel. the most memorable. Uh, yeah, Violet and Isabel. Jesus, we need to watch down again. Uh, those two for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, does Isis have any rivalries? The dog. Uh, I think Branson's maybe Ro- Ro- kind of Herbero cuts him loose. Yeah, maybe Robert's heart <laughs> yeah, uh, with Cora. Robert versus his lifestyle, <laughs> his yeah. diet, and his alcohol consumption. 
I do like the Pigman versus uh, Talbot. I do like that there is some juice there of people competing. Well, Tal- for you mean heart. Gilliam? Yeah, G- Gilliam. That's right. That's right. And right. then Evelyn Napier is in that discussion too, like the sort of okay <laughs> loser, the, the love interest. You know, all those, all of Mary's men leading into her meeting and marrying Talbot. Season four gets a little dire, but that's some of the juice that keeps that season going. Also, I um, think if if Barrow Bates is number one, Mary Edith has got to be number two. Because oh, those yeah. two, Edith snitches to the newspapers about about our boy Pamuk. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, number three though. I hate to insert him again, but Bates versus Craig and Durant. <laughs> that's uh, that's a, that's too brief. That's a oh come on, it's multiple. It's most it's most season three until he gets out of jail and and Bates wins. That's true. Yeah, he, and he doesn't need his can anymore. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Is there any, anything else? There's a Daisy versus her like conscious about whether or not she should get oh, married man. and then how she should handle her inheritance and all that. That's a oh Miss Drew versus Edith. <laughs> oh yeah, the Drew. That's a good one. Yeah. Take and and poor poor Marigold getting thrown in the middle. Something about Marigold. There's something about it. <laughs> that's an underrated plot line of just Robert looking at the girl and it's like. There's something about her. I can't put my finger here. She looks a little familiar, but I don't know what it is. I feel like okay. Barrow's got a, Barrow and and um, O'Brien's like collapse from mm. like a power trip to like they oh, don't yeah. like each other is a good. Where they're competing against each other. Yeah, that's and then good. she escapes into the night again. No payoff. It's nope. like a bad wrestling angle. She got she got popped for drugs and then didn't come back. <laughs> they had to let her go. <laughs> Okay. Um, I think what other, I don't know if there's any other great rivalries that we can think of off the top of our head. Again, our listeners are, could tell us what you think we missed. Yeah. Other show rivalries, obviously, I mean, Ross Poldark mm-hmm, and George, George Warleggen is is a number one. That might be the best yeah. single rivalry of any show we've watched. Oh yeah, I mean it's literally the entire show. Yeah, uh, although I do love was it Francis uh, challenging uh, what's his name to a duel? Oh, Harry <laughs> Harry or uh, Tom yeah. Harry? Yeah, there's a no, few not Francis. That's the wrestling match. That's um, Sam Carn versus uh, right. That's later on. But no, it's like the third episode, isn't he? It's Blamey he's uh, challenging. Yeah, because his sister. Oh yeah. <laughs> when Blamey disappears, he's just gone. Yeah, it's short lived, but it was a fun one. Uh. Yeah, Poldark's rich with the uh, with the rivalries there. I mean, really, there's also Drake versus uh, the Toe Sucker. Mm-hmm. The Reverend, Ozzy Whitworth. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Whitworth and Morwenna is kind of a rivalry in and of it, and Rowella is a oh, rivalry yeah. in and of itself. Mm-hmm. Demelza versus every other yeah every other woman in Ross's life, including Elizabeth. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, that's that's definitely one. Yeah. Other shows, I mean, they obviously have their rivalries, but not quite, you know, as rich as uh, those mm-hmm. two because they're just fuller shows. You let these things I mean, flesh out more. Yeah, I mean, there's the Queen versus some of the Prime Ministers, <laughs> uh-huh. uh, including uh, there's what's Camilla her name? versus Diana. Yep. There's the Riders of the Crown versus uh, Prince Andrew's reputation and and place in the world. 
Yeah, Margaret Thatcher versus the Queen is a is a strong. That's one. a good one. That is a good one. Yeah. All but, right. Uh, you have any more? I have another list. Um, the hottest hunks on the TV shows. That was one that I had in my head. Was the the hottest hunks? <laughs> okay. Do you have an idea of who's on your list? Number one is Ross Poldark. It's got to be Ross Poldark. Okay. Branson might be too. Mm. Um, who else? Would, George Russell is a hunk. I mean, I have my I have an order here. I, I got I got George Russell at number five. Morgan okay. Spector. He's a, he's a good one. Mm-hmm. I got Branson. Then after that, Alan Leach. Yep. He's my, he's a hunk. I got Brennan Coyle at number three. He's an underrated. He's was, a, he's I was the, gonna say, he was on my list. He's got, he's got a hunk to him. Brood. <laughs> Oh, prude! That is the suavest, uh, nicest line you can use. Number two, I got Aiden Turner as Poldark. I got He's not number one. Who? Oh, number boy. one is Raja Jean Page, brother. No. Are you kidding me? That is entirety of Bridgerton. That's why you watch who the wins, show. Who wins in a fight, Ross Poldark or Raja Jean Page? Raja Jean Page's character is a boxer on Bridgerton. Ross Poldark is a. He's killed people. <laughs> So so is that the idea on Simon Bridgerton? Simon the Duke of Hastings. I think, I think, I think Poldark, Ross Poldark clovers him. Okay, so yeah, you, you think Simon Bass is like, put him up, Ross, and Ross just pulls the gun. <laughs> no, I think <laughs> we saw George trained to box for a whole season That's and true. Ross just threw him through a table. Suckered him. That's true. Well, then we shifted like conversation from who would win in a fight from the hunkiest. <laughs> well, I mean, I think we get more Aiden Turner. Okay. We get more Regé Jean's rear. Exactly. We we need more rear from from Pol- from Aiden Turner, I think. But I, I I'm glad that we agree. If we have to, you know, if we if we swung that way, we have a type, I guess. Yeah. Bruder's brood. <laughs> Cuz that is true. That is true of Poldark and uh Simon Bassett. They brood a lot. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No love for um Mr. Darcy's in there. Oh, you, oh man! I didn't think about that. You mean uh, what you call it? Uh, why can't I think of his? My you mean There's Colin? A, uh, Colin Firth, Jeez. or or Tom my from brain. Succession? Right. And Dave, I don't know if you mentioned on the podcast, but when you went and saw Barbie, you literally went to the bathroom <laughs> during the no whole shout out to Pride and Prejudice. So spoilers no for Barbie, but going to happen. <laughs> Everyone in the world has seen the movie, and they, they saw that part. But you, Dave, you just were like, nope. <laughs> I was told about it. I was told I missed it, and I felt bad okay. because I knew what was going to happen. You know, I knew, a, a, I knew it was coming. And then you were like, not for me. I got I to gotta, I gotta I gotta pee. <laughs> I drank my $8 soda way too fast. <laughs> okay. All right, let's see what else we got in this Patreon group. Um, top five Downton non-main characters. Oh my! And man, I think when cool. we did our tenth anniversary of Downton, we did like one-off characters, and I think this is a support. I guess supporting characters. So it's what our, mm-hmm. our patron Sonia also asked about the Downton rivalries, and now she's asking about this, and she specifies people like Carlisle. Okay. So let's Carlisle. say one season max. Let's do young. She says young Peg to Carlisle. That's our oh. scope. Okay. I mean Carlisle is like I, we've already gotten to is up there. Mm-hmm. Tofton for a one episode wonder. Or Tufton, Tofton, however you Tofton, say it. Yeah. yeah. That's the dude has made such an impression. 
But he would be an honorable mention because he's one episode. Uh, Sergeant Willis is top three. Yeah, because he's never a main character, but especially towards the end of the show, he just keeps showing up. He's just making house calls. It's it's delightful. <laughs> Happy to see him when he comes through. It, it, I mean, is Mr. Mason a side character? Or is he two? He's no, yeah, he's, he's a main. He's and Willis technically is multiple seasons, but he's like so sparingly used. Uh, um, so we have a T-shirt design that's um, it's it's the favorites. It's like the 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 Wu Tang Clan. Now it's become a very memeable shirt, mm-hmm. and it's it's our the Lords of Grantham favorite. So we have one that's all the Crawleys, and this is Robert and Cora and Mary and Edith and Sybil and Violet. In that style of a simple font, and it's just a list of the characters. This one for the favorite clan, I think it's pretty much a, a who's who of our, who we would rank in our faves. So Clark, Dr. Clarkson's number one, mm-hmm. but again, recurring. Tofton, yeah. you said it already. Richard Carlyle. Charles Blake, but we call him Pigman on the shirt. Sergeant Willis. Um, Harold comes okay. in one episode. Paul Giamatti knocks it out of the park and then leaves. And then oh, obviously, G- well, we don't even call him Harold. We just call him Giamatti. Like, we just keep saying, "Where's actually, Giamatti?" Just that church, that shirt. Um, the number one character with with a one episode is Kamal Pamuk. This guy comes oh, in, he got pooked, dies doing the greatest thing in the world. And then haunts the show for like three seasons. <laughs> whoa, 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 back up. He dies doing the greatest thing in the world. He's mid-stroke. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about Mary. <laughs> the greatest thing well, in the hey, world. Hey, no, I didn't, I didn't say that. Okay. Uh, he, we, he, he allegedly dies mid-stroke now. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, the Pamuk is, is absolutely, he's up there. Uh, yeah. I mean, if we had to rank them, though, yeah, Pamuk is probably, even with the one episode. One and done. One and done. Carlisle, then, number two. Tofton, number three. Sergeant Willis, number four. Number five. All of, like, like P. Uh, Gordon. Man, Charles P. Bla- oh, P. Go- P. Gordon. No, P. Gordon is in the stink tank. He's. Oh, no, he's he not. Doesn't, if I... He doesn't get the. the... He that cracks me up, though. Offs, um, Mm, this? Why doesn't anyone believe me? Well, maybe because you just are a liar. Yeah. Um, Charming Charlie or <laughs> Cheerful Charlie. Oh, yeah. He comes back two he's episodes, got, though. He's got he, two he's, episodes. Yeah. Huh. But, That's an, an interesting. Uh, what about Ethel Bates? She has like two episodes. Oh, yeah. she, she's definitely. Or not Ethel Bates. Um, Bates' wife, whatever her name is, mm-hmm. Mrs. Bates. Who who is poisoned? Yep. I mean, Craig and Durant are uh, are there for. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> they episodes. get five. They get five. Okay, Craig and Durant can be five. Yeah. Vera Bates is her name, by the way. Yes. All right. Do we okay. have any more on your end? Those are all the three. No, that that's all I had on my end. We've actually say, been we, talking we for longer than guys. If we we could do pretty ladies but i think that's these shows are they don't so people don't need to hear us talk about pretty ladies that's the yeah, last thing they need to gross. hear us talk about towards <laughs> the year of 2023 we only talk about hunks hunks only uh, yeah that, that's it and that's all but uh before we go uh, before we wrap this up and before we I, you know we've talked a lot about a little uh about our shows um one thing that we don't actually do that often is is thank our patrons by name and patreon mm. patrons 
So yeah. these are people that have contributed financially to this show that have helped make it all possible. So I'm just going to run down our list. We got Sarah, uh, Charlotte, Judy, Christy, Yolanda, Allison, Sonia, the Anus Gary podcast, our friends, uh, Patricia, Haley, Atma, Eileen, uh, our attorney, Kevin, and our very first patron, who I'm not even going to sell you how much she's given to this podcast because it it exists. She had basically paid for this podcast to exist. Uh, our friend Estelle. So oh, yeah. thank you to all those people for keeping this ship afloat. But And you didn't miss any names there, right, Dave? You, I did you not got miss. I, I, these are all our active. I can go through our canceled list, but I'm not going to do that because y'all can't. <laughs> it's, it's, it's in the hundreds, actually. I wish it was in the hundreds, but it's, <laughs> it is what it is. So thank you to yeah. all our patrons for keeping the ship afloat. We appreciate you, and thanks for uh, the handful of uh, top five lists. Yeah. And uh, Dave, you been watching anything else in the interim? Uh, no, I've been... We were away Labor Day weekend, hanging out in a cabin full of dead animals, uh, mm-hmm. having a couple couple too many drinks, having fun. Um, and then I was home for two days, and then I went to the Adirondacks and was, uh, you know, no screens, basically, for three days. And then I got home, and here we are. So nice. the short answer is no. What about that you? I was really relaxed. Uh, I watched all of Love is Blind after the altar for season four. Oh, yeah, uh, I watched that. Yep. Strongly don't recommend. It was a waste of time. <laughs> the, the, the flag football game. Yeah, nothing happened. Nothing happened at all. I didn't uh, even tee up the next season of Perfect Match. Yeah, it's just rough. I did watch the first episode of the Ultimatum, the LGBTQ edition. I'm excited mm-hmm. to get back to that based on your recommendation. That's, yep. And... Uh, Ahsoka, been watching that. It's picking up. I'm so excited actually to watch the next episode. I'm, I'm in. Okay. I'm in. Uh, and uh, football, just a lot of football. <laughs> mm-hmm. But that's all that's been going on. Otherwise, yeah. we will be back next week. And again, if you have something you want us to watch, just ask us. We we do want to get back to something. I think we were talking about Poldark, uh, the beginning of it, ending of Gilded Age. That's all in, on the docket. But otherwise, you can find us on. Facebook, Twitter X, Instagram, lordsgrantham at gmail.com. Leave us a five-star rating or review on any platform that you listen to us on. Mm-hmm. Find our episodes on our Podbean website. You can sign up for our Patreon if you so choose. Five-star rating review if you want to on any podcast you listen to us on. Really appreciate you all listening. Thank you again for following us for any amount of time that you have for the past five years, and we hope to keep going forward as long as we can. Yeah.